0: Today in security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets.
2: Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Security news this week. Telegram says China is behind DDoS. By Emily Dreyfus. It's mid-June, and according to tradition, the news cycle is supposed to be lethargic. Cooling off in a hammock somewhere and taking it easy. Not so much this week. It started off well enough. On Sunday, we explained how to actually finally stop all those robocalls, or at least slow them down. But then Monday hit, and the U.S. government confirmed that hackers had stolen a border agency database full of traveler photos. The incident proves that as the government has rushed to embrace biometrics, it hasn't bothered to worry enough about securing that sensitive data. Things didn't slow down from there. Tuesday, a much more fun cache of data leaked online. 18 hours of previously unreleased music from Radiohead. And who leaked it? None other than Radiohead itself. Who did it to undercut someone trying to extort the band for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to keep the songs offline? Hail to the thief! Indeed, Google continues to swear it is not trying to kill ad blockers, despite what ad blockers say. Lily Hay Newman reported Wednesday, and Symantec VP Darren Show explained why the next big hurdle for AI is teaching it to forget. Thursday, we brought you three big stories. We went inside Cloudflare's five-year project to protect nonprofits. reported that Google is actually trying to close the major loophole in web encryption, and had the exclusive, and insane, story of how Alphabet-owned Jigsaw bought a disinformation campaign in Russia for the low, low price of $250. Seeking to end the week on a terrifying note, Andy Greenberg reported Friday that the dangerous hacking group known as Triton has been probing the U.S. power grid. Oh, And then that Celebrite, an Israeli data extraction company that contracts with the U.S. government, says it now has a tool that can unlock any iPhone. Of course, there was more. Every Saturday, we round up the security and privacy stories we didn't break or report on in depth, but which we think you should know about nonetheless. Make sure to check out the full stories and stay safe out there. Telegram hit with DDoS attack amid Hong Kong protests. As protests erupted in the streets of Hong Kong this week over a proposed law that would allow criminal suspects to be extradited to mainland China, the secure messaging app Telegram was hit with a massive DDoS attack. The company tweeted on Wednesday that it was under attack. Then the app's founder and CEO, Pavel Durov, followed up and suggested that the culprits were Chinese state actors. He tweeted that the IP addresses for the attackers were coming from China. Historically, all state actor-sized DDoS, 200 to 400 gigabits per second of junk, we experienced coincided in time with protests in Hong Kong, coordinated on at Telegram. This case was not an exception, he added. As Reuters notes, Telegram was DDoS during protests in China in 2015 as well. Hong Kong does not face the strict internet censorship that exists in mainland China although activists have expressed concern about increased pressure from Beijing on the region. Good news! Voting machine manufacturer finally makes the right decision. After years of criticism that its voting machines contained flawed and insecure software, Voting Machine Supplier Election System and Software announced this week that it will stop selling machines that have no paper ballot, as the primary machines in any given jurisdiction at least. Voting security experts have long warned about E-S-N-S machines in particular and advised that paper ballots are always more secure because they provide an auditable backup. Ars Technica explains the move comes after 18 months of increased scrutiny from lawmakers and outside experts, along with a wave of states embracing paper ballots ahead of the 2020 presidential election. Have I Been Pwned is for sale. It's the end of an era, folks. For six years, the website Have I Been Pwned has helped internet denizens understand just that. Put in your email address and voila! The site would tell you not only if your email was on any breached lists, but also which ones and why. Want to know if you were affected in the great target hack of 2013? Check, have I been pwned? Same for the Experian breach, and literally any since security researcher Troy Hunt first created the site in December 2013. But now Hunt is ready for the site to grow up. In a blog post, Hunt wrote, It's time to go from that one guy doing what he can in his available time to a better-resourced and better-funded structure that's able to do way more than what I ever could on my own. Hunt needs to be careful, though. Since Have I Been Pwned itself is now a massive repository of sensitive information, people won't take kindly to it being sold to a corporate overlord who may not be as responsible a steward of their privacy.